welcome to this latest MPFT podcast focusing on the transformation of community mental health care in South Staffordshire. My name is Lisa Williams and joining me for this chat today are... Hi, I'm Joe Perry, the Operational Manager for West Staffordshire. And I'm Louisa Alderson, I'm the Operational Manager for East Staffordshire. Thank you both for joining me today. So in this podcast, we're going to be talking about the new integrated neighbourhood teams. The first question I'll start with Louisa. Can you tell us a little bit about what what do we mean by neighbourhoods and integrated mental health teams? Yep. So I'm going to try and attempt to explain where this all sort of stemmed from. So originally in 2019, the government published the NHS plan and the community mental health framework. And from that document, which sort of set out the vision for at the NHS and mental health services, um, from that document, the integrated care systems were developed. Uh, so integrated care systems are partnerships which bring together providers and commissioners of services across a geographical area. So within each of those larger geographical areas, we have neighbourhoods. And in each neighbourhood, we have a variety of different teams which are delivering services and working together in a locality in a, in a coordinated and proactive way. So our um, integrated care system is Staffordshire and Stoke-on-Trent. Um, and we have four neighbourhoods in the South Staffordshire area. So neighbourhoods are consisting of a wide range of services in that specific locality. So that might include GPs, pharmacies, primary care mental health services, substance use services, voluntary sector, local authority, social care. So it's a very wide range of different services that are working in that area. And our integrated mental health teams sit within that neighbourhood, providing care for people with mental health needs that significantly impact on their well-being. So people who perhaps have needs which are above what could be managed within the improving access to psychological therapy service um, would come to us for that, that more um, intensive care and treatment. Thanks, Louisa. That was a really good explanation. I'll go to Joe for the next question. So can you tell us a little bit about how we've arrived at those four neighbourhoods that we've got in South Staffordshire? So at neighbourhood level, GP practices have come together into the primary care networks, which cover a geographical area. We have four integrated mental health teams that are aligned to these networks across South Staffordshire. So these are Stafford and Seasden. Cannock, Rugeley and Great Haywood, Burntwood, Litchfield and Mercian, which is Tamworth, and East Staffordshire, which covers Burton and Utoxeter. This is enabling place-based care, drawing on local community resources to support the people who use our services. Thanks, Joe. So obviously there's lots of changes that are going on at the moment, but what will this mean for service users and carers? For our service users and carers, we're hoping that what they'll find is there is a much improved flow into and between teams. So we're aiming for a, a sort of no wrong door approach so that people can come very easily and smoothly into mental health services and between different services. So that relies on what we're calling a trusted assessment process. So this means that we're no longer running separate assessment clinics within the IMHT itself. What we are doing is accepting trusted assessments completed by other mental health practitioners straight into our 
um, IMHT teams. Um, so, for example, an access team clinician, liaison psychiatry, a primary care mental health worker might have completed a, an assessment and that will come directly through to our duty worker in the neighbourhood and be added onto our um, lists for allocation. So, and once the person is allocated, that worker that they're allocated to um, will then kind of talk with them further about, you know, I understand that this is what's happening for you at the moment. Can we have a think about about what you need and let's plan your care with us. So that would be the aim is that people are coming in sort of nice and smoothly, not having to constantly repeat their story to different clinicians and, and sort of smoothing that pathway through for them. And we're also trying to move away now, or we have moved away now, from diagnosis-led pathways to needs-led interventions. So previously within the pathways, we were working um, as sort of diagnosis-specific pathways, if you like. That has some positives to it in that we have very skilled clinicians for working with those diagnoses, but it does sometimes also create barriers. So we're trying to bring those barriers down and have a much more needs-led approach to the, the service and to the interventions that we offer. So we're trying to maintain all those good aspects that we had in the, the pathways, but whilst bringing down those barriers. So service users should be offered interventions specific to their needs. So, for example, if someone hears voices, they might be offered a, a hearing voices group, but they might also have difficulties with regulating emotions. So they might want to have some skills based work with us. So they won't have to. It won't matter previously where we had pathways that might have created some difficulties those barriers will be gone, people will be able to access the interventions that they require. Thanks Louisa. Joe, what will this mean for the staff in our services? So for our staff, this is a time of transition and learning new processes, but also an opportunity to develop new skills and training with visible leaders to support this. The IMHTs will enable a smooth transition for our service users, reducing the need to reassess and with that focus to be on engagement and intervention. So utilising our skill set to be able to provide good quality evidence based care. The IMHTs will enable staff to have the time to care and the resource around to pull into that individual, for example, support with finances, which would be having an impact on their mental health and recovery. So whilst both increasing the workforce and aligning the skills of the workforce to the needs of the individual and the locality, so this will enable timely delivery of treatment. Thanks, Joe. And thank you both for, for your answers there. They were really, really insightful. That's all from us for this MPFT Community Mental Health Transformation podcast. I do just want to add that we, we will be discussing caseloads within those teams in a future podcast. And we're also planning a mailbag podcast in January. So if you have any questions regarding the transformation, you can send them to mh-transformation at mpft.nhs.uk and they will be answered on a podcast. So thank you again to our guests, Joe and Louisa. And of course, thank you to our listeners for tuning in. You can listen back to our previous podcasts by searching for the MPFT podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts and a range of other channels. Yes.